Hi, this is Nathan East, hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. just got off our fall tour, the West Coast tour that we just had about two nights ago. And uh, we were playing L.A. and Hollywood and Anaheim and Colorado, all over Colorado. We played Denver and Memphis. And we started with Memphis because my band is based out of Memphis. And so we went out to the West with them. And it was just amazing. It was one of my favorite tours, if not the best, that I've ever had because we had people just dancing all night long and places were full and everyone was so sweet and you know I'm just so lucky to have the guys who are on the road with me and um and you know just have some good people around me doing this with me and and you know joining this crazy journey that that I've been going through so it's really it's really been amazing 
without question. You know, I've old, the old saying I've heard someone tell me a long time ago. He said, "You know what? Some people try to buy soul, and then other people have soul ingrained ingrained into it. <laughs> and you definitely yeah. have that." Um, right you. now, as Thank I'm conversing, so my my pleasure conversing with you. Now, you seem like a very laid back person. But I want to know mm-hmm. who's that on stage. Person on stage <laughs> is completely different from the person that I'm speaking to right now. It seems like a completely different entity. Yeah. Can you explain to the listeners out there what kind of release is it for you emotionally to be able to connect like that with the listeners? Definitely. Well, first of all, I feel like you hit the nail right on the head. We just started a conversation <laughs> and you're already asking the best questions. Um, well, <laughs> It's really, it's really the case with me, and it's very funny because when I first started performing, I myself was shocked at what was happening with me on stage. It definitely feels like, you know, channeling a lot of energy and almost like it's a different part of who I am. And, uh, you know, I did have fans come up and say that to me a lot. And so one of my fans actually decided to name my onstage persona and she was inspired by how, like, Beyonce has an onstage persona that she calls Sasha. So right. she decided to call my, my onstage persona Katya. And so ever since, <laughs> you know, it's been, it's been really funny because, <laughs> you know, because, yeah, you know, everyone's been saying, oh, my God, Katya's been on the stage with you so much this tour. Like, it was really, you know, yeah, it's definitely um, – you know, some sort of energy channeling, I feel like, and it does feel a lot like being a vessel on stage that channels. And also, you know, the communication with the audience um, is definitely my absolute favorite part. Um, You know, when you're on stage and you communicate with the people looking at you, not through words and not through a normal conversation, but strictly through music. And, uh, you know, just looking at people's faces while performing is, Literally, that connection is my favorite thing about the whole, the whole journey about everything. So I just love it, and you know, it's it's definitely so self fulfilling, and uh, and it's amazing. Very very, I'm very blessed to be able to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. When you have that kind of rush of energy. Mm -hmm. How long does it take you to come down from that after a performance? (laughs) Well, that's a good question. Um, I don't think I ever really get a chance to examine that just because I usually get <laughs> off stage and, you know, everyone's trying to talk to me right away. So it's the right. switch needs to happen immediately where, you know, from performing and doing all of it and usually we end the set with the most, you know, the peak and stuff like that and then just like immediately starting the conversation with everyone and, so, you know, it's it's a it's a switch I think most performers need to do to make and uh and you know, it's part of it's part of the experience. It's lots of fun. You know, um every artist that I've had the pleasure of conversing with, they've always said to me, they say that music takes so much out of you because it takes you on a journey of where you're able mm-hmm. to express things that a lot of times you're not able to convey just having a normal conversation with people that you know. It's, a, it's an outlet. It's a muse Definitely. for you. Definitely. Um, for you, Definitely. do you feel like you're able to communicate a lot better through music as far as giving people a more 
I see a better understanding on who Eleanor Kelly is. Yeah, you know, it's 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 very um it's very unique in that I'm not only learning how to give other people an idea of who I am, I'm I'm also discovering who I am more every day. Um, you know, performing like that and being on the road and and all these connections and the different different rooms that you play and different audiences you have. It's like there's different energy that that I deal with in every show. And so that all also teaches me a lot about who I am and who I am on stage, who I am off stage, and then where do the two meet, you know. And um, it's there's a lot to be said about it. Um, it's it's a topic that, you know, we should probably talk about for like 10 hours. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's just how... Yeah, it's it's part of the magic in, in you know performing and playing music. I've I've always felt that what separate separates an exceptional artist just for someone who just wants to sing is that they have the capacity to show such a sense of vulnerability that you allow people a peek inside of your soul. And mm-hmm. what I'm noticing through your music, I sense such a combination of strength but also vulnerability. Mm-hmm. What has this journey been been like for you as far as your growth through music and also your songwriting? Well, it's been it's been amazing. I mean, I started writing songs when I was 12. And so, you know, I've crossed through genres. Um, I wasn't born and raised in America. I was born and raised in Israel. And then I moved here five years ago. Um, and so... Back in Israel, I was also doing lots of jazz. I was also doing lots of rock. I also played the piano and I played the cello, and I was just trying and experimenting with different things so much. And, you know, the songwriting is definitely a part of that. Um, there's all kinds of different styles that I tried. And, and now I'm at a point where, you know, I'm loving where I am, but I'm also realizing that I'm never going to stay in one place. and I'm going to keep evolving, and it's all going to be just the way it's supposed to be, you know, and I'm looking forward to bringing in the instruments and the other influences into this project um, from my past and just kind of get a holistic situation where all of the parts of who I am are being presented and and showcased at the shows and, and on on the albums and stuff like that. So very, very now, exciting. It may be a little bit taboo to say this, Live instrumentation, my goodness, is such a rarity in today's mm-hmm. industry. And I mm-hmm. want to know from you, when you're out on stage performing and you have that kind, I like to say, power, that kind of magic in your hand when you and the band are in sync, you're walking at mm-hmm. wire, in sync on the same time, what is that feeling overall? What comes over you? What kind of gratification do you get from that knowing that you're creating something, an extension of you, but creating something even more special in live performances? Yeah, it's well, it's a great question. It's a beautiful feeling because the band um, playing the live music with me, it just feels like we're all creating at the same time as a team. And that's why it's also, I always thought it is so important for a group of musicians, a band that plays together live, to actually have very good relationships and have the right kind of chemistry 
And I'm very, very blessed and thankful for it to be the situation in my case. Um, so we're good friends, and it also helps. It helps it come to life, and and it it does feel like creating art together. So um, it's it's a great feeling. Now the debut EP, no turning back, mm-hmm. and just again listening to you. It seems to mm-hmm. me, it sounds like a person we talked about evolving, is that we yeah. want to continue to grow. And that's the vibe that I get from the EP. Yep. After everything mm-hmm. was said and done, what did you take away from No Turning Back? How would you rate it from a scale from 1 to 10? Because I can tell already that you're a perfectionist. So how many songs mm-hmm. were left off the album? But how did you feel about the overall product when it was finished? Well, I was feeling very good about, you know, releasing something um, that was, all the songs were written by me and it was almost like an autobiography. Um, The songs are a lot about my own journey and they're so personal. And like you said, I definitely agree that there's still a feeling once you hear it all, like there's more to come and there's more growth to be told about in the next songs and so on. Um, I was very, very honored to work with Lawrence Boo Mitchell from Memphis, who was a Grammy-winning uh, producer and engineer who did all kinds of things, and he's Willie Mitchell's son, and they have worked with Al Green throughout the years, and they're just legendary in Memphis. And it was just a great starting point, you know, to grow from. And uh, wonderful people and wonderful vibe, and I think, I think uh, it can be heard when listening to that EP, I think it can definitely be sense that, you know, there was a lot. All right, family, we apologize. We had a major, major power surge here in the studio, here in downtown Houston. I think we have everything taken care of. Let's see. We have Eleanor back on the lines. Eleanor, are you there? I'm right here. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the parodies of the of living in downtown Houston. Lord have mercy. We are back, mm-hmm. family. Thank you so much for being patient <laughs> with us. In the meantime, again, be sure to purchase Eleanor's debut EP, of course, 2016 debut EP, No Turning Back, available everywhere. Now we're doing what we're hearing now. You've given us a couple of slices of cheesecake from the uh, debut EP. 2018 is a little bit, what, a month and a half away. Mm -hmm. What can we expect from you as far as new music? What levels do you plan to take it to on the new album or the new project? Well, we've already got a single that dropped digitally and is available on SoundCloud and going to be available on all channels this week. Um, It's called Promised Land. And Promised Land um, musically has a sound that I've been dreaming and working to create since I started the solo project back in 2016. Um, It was produced by Steve Greenwell, platinum-selling producer. He's been working with Joss Stone for years, producing um, most of her albums, Busta Rhymes, Diggable Planets, worked with Common, worked with The Roots, and he's just a magic man, and that's what I've been calling him on all of my <laughs> social media posts and <laughs> everything. Um, and then we've also had some amazing musicians come in and record that single with us and also work on the next few singles that are going to be released throughout 2018. 
um, such as Pinky McCurdy, who has been playing with Lady Gaga and Justin Timberlake and Joe Scott, Lauren Hill throughout the years, and he's on tour with Lauren Hill right now. And then we've got bass player Jack Daly, who played with Lenny Kravitz for about, I think it was about 15 years, if I'm not mistaken, and worked with Beyonce and Michael Jackson. It's just huge honor to have these guys on the record. We also have New Jersey native Larry Friday on the keyboards. So I just can't even describe how um, blessed I feel and how much of, you know, a great, a great beginning it was here in Memphis at Royal Studios for the EP, but now we're moving on to New Jersey, been uh, recording there with uh, Steve, the producer, and all these great guys. And so we've got about four singles coming up in the next few months. Um, Promised Land that just dropped. Also, I'm going to be working on it. I'm already working on a music video for that one. So there's a lot in the works. A lot in the works. A very busy... 2018. My goodness, but that's a beautiful thing. (laughs) It's definitely Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. Um, Being a songwriter, to me being a very gifted songwriter, I know Mm -hmm. it's not easy to share much of yourself when you're working with a producer because you have to be on that same kind of line. You have to be able to understand one another. And the producer's responsibility is to get the best out of you. Working on the new project in 2018, how important is it to you to have that kind of relationship and understanding with a producer that really gets you and try to take you to the next level? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so happy you're asking about this because the producer for Promised Land, who I just mentioned, Steve, is so much more than just the amazing producer that he is. He's also an amazing human being. And um, who he is is definitely a huge part of why this music is so it's something I feel so good about. I feel like I'm finally at the point where the music I've been dreaming to make is coming to life. Um, obviously, his skills are just amazing, and he's always amazing us all over again every time he sends something <laughs> over. Um, but, I mean, also the connection that I've had with him in the studio and and just, like, spending time with him. Uh, we, we were in Asbury Park, which is where his studio is, for a month at a time, twice this year. And just, like, hanging and talking about every single song, talking about every little thing. You know, and I actually made a list of quotes. <laughs> his quotes. And I think I'm going to end up making a little quote book by him. But, you know, one of my favorite quotes of his is, give the song all the love that you got and it'll tell you what it means. And I just think that is, uh, that is a very major part of Steve's genius. And uh, I'm just so very thankful to have him um, do this with me, and I just feel like, you know, it, the result is not even, it's amazing, but it's not even the point. The journey is the point with this music creation, because when you meet such good people, and they fit so perfectly in your life, you can help but feel like everything happens for the reason you know that it's supposed to happen for. So, very, very Without thankful question. and honored. Without question, I think a lot of us from the uh, outside looking in, we don't realize the uh, importance of having such a strong team around you. Someone that yeah. supports you. They're not just looking as looking at you as an artist, but also you build that kind of rapport 
a very special, unique friendship, and they care about you as a person. As Stan Lee once said, with great power comes great responsibility. And I believe as mm-hmm. an artist, you have such responsibility because you have so many people out there that are going through their different trials and tribulations in life. Mm-hmm. That music Definitely. is an outlet. It takes them to another level. As old adage, you can turn a frown upside down and put somebody in a different kind of mood. What puts mm-hmm. you in a great mood? What particular artist that you can listen to? If you're having one of those quote unquote so so days, and you can just turn and listen to put a CD and listen to this particular artist and say, "Wow, I got this!" And it just you start brainstorming yeah. and makes you want to start writing again. Well, I and you know what the answer would probably be a list of fifty to a hundred artists. Okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I will say. I will say that one of the things that may put me in a very good mood always and inspire me is listening to good new music that comes out. And okay. I'm, I love listening to new music and being exposed to new stuff all the time. Um, and, you know, that definitely inspires me so much. Um, and there are a lot of artists who've inspired me this year. I would have to say Anderson Park. And okay. um, I would also say, you know, there's some British musicians I've been listening to. There's a British musician named Mayo who's amazing, and I absolutely love everything she's been releasing. Um, Leanne Lahava, um, you know, and then there's also obviously the older the, the guys who've been around for about 20 years, and you know, Erica Bedu and D'Angelo and all of them. Obviously, I grew up on that, and it has been a very big influence. Um, but also there are a lot of influences because of the fact that I'm from Israel that are additional things, you know, that maybe um, a different American musician wouldn't necessarily have in their past as a musical influence. But, you know, I am bringing in uh, some Middle Eastern elements to some of these songs that are about to come out next year. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot of different things I grew up playing classical music, I grew up singing jazz, I grew up singing and playing rock, so there's really just such a vast, you know, um, thing of, of influences that it's very hard to choose one, <laughs> but those are, those are the ones that this year have been very, you know, dominant, and I just go back to their albums, and I listen, and I love them, and, um, so, yeah. You know, the great what you're doing, what what I find so fascinating is that it's like a gumbo soup. You're putting so many different things into the soup. Mm-hmm. And you're not being labeled or boxed yourself in. Well, this artist mm-hmm. can only do one particular thing. You're bringing different facets of your, your talent to your music. And that mm-hmm. is incredible. And speaking of Thank incredible, you. oh, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. The new single, Promised yes. Land. What does this particular <laughs> song mean to you? Well, it means a lot. Um, You know, I use the word promised land as an expression that actually describes the sense of peace that you would have in a relationship, both with other people and with yourself. Um, And, you know, there is kind of like a little funny thing to it because I am from Israel, um, but promised land is not (laughs) about the land. In this song, <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's more about you know relationships, and it's it's really it re- represents inner peace 
And so the song was written in retrospect about a relationship gone wrong and the conclusions and the new hopes that grow from it. And, you know, just musically, there's a lot to be said about, you know, both, you know, Steve's work and the songwriting process and the musicians who were on it. But, you know, the bottom line is it is, I know that we did something right when I hear it and think, you know what, if this wasn't my song, I would still be listening to it and replaying it. Um, and it's just something that I'm very proud of right now, and I think it's, uh, it's a great representation of everything that's about to come this year. Well, it definitely resonates through your music. Una. Without further ado, let's give the listeners, I don't like to use the term fans, but let's give the listeners what they desire to hear. Of course, the latest mm-hmm. new single, of course, from the very super talented Eleanor Talley from uh, yeah, Promised Land here in the zone of LOTL Radio. Don't fit the pants, 
promised land from the incredible Eleanor Tally here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. And remember, family, to keep all the latest updates as far as the comings and goings of Eleanor, especially more tours. Yeah, I know they're right around the corner in 2018. Stop by her official website. That's at EleanorTally.com. Also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, the same handle. And her debut EP, No Turning Back, is available everywhere. My queen, it was a pleasure, a true honor to have you on the show. And hopefully in 2018, you will make your way down here to the great state of Texas to perform. We would love to have you in the studio. Thank you. you are, oh, it's my pleasure. I really I'm, hope so. I really hope so. We're trying to work <laughs> on Texas right now. We're working on a spring tour, and we will okay. have some shows right before the spring tour and throughout the next few months. But, you know, most of the efforts are on the new music right now and the new videos. And so the spring is probably when I'll have a very large amount of dates all put together, but we will try to get to Texas, hopefully maybe even before that. So um, I, I definitely update, so. I update everyone online all the time. So like you said, yeah, okay. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Thank a you beautiful so thing. Oh, my pleasure. I must ask the Eleanor tally of today, if she could go back in time, Five years ago, what would you tell Eleanor, Eleanor Talley five years ago? What would you say to her about growth, challenging oneself, and not to show any fear? What would you say to her? I would probably say that the impossible is possible, and life is going to prove it to me. And the quicker I can find the faith and trust, the better it will be. So it is written. So it shall be done. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Great question. Really good yes, question. Yes, Lord. <laughs> My pleasure. Come down here soon. We would love to have you here definitely. in the studio and perform. It was definitely a pleasure, okay? Same here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, pleasure is truly all mine. The incredible Eleanor Talley here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. I want to apologize to all the Millie listeners and supporters out there. We had some technical difficulties. We had a major powered surge here in downtown Houston, but we're fine. No need to fear. The teddy bear is here like GT. Like a sneaky AM buddy He came into my life, a best friend, the truest, purest lie. Thought I knew it all, limited sight. This is the start of eternal sunlight.
gotta think twice, gotta think twice, uh, this love is crazy, never knew I would call you baby, if I could run the world, you can be my first lady, yeah, you get my world shaking, how can someone be so amazing, baby, you my sunlight, it ain't no way I can replace it, uh, Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.